0: Visit RedBarnInc.com slash coupon to save a dollar off your first can.
1: Blog Talk Radio.
0: Hello, folks. Good. I was going to say morning. Good afternoon. It's Danny Tisdale, and it's the Danny Tisdale Show. And, of course, we are going to talk about Harlem as we always do on this Saturday. And I hope you're doing as well as I am. I have my tea right here. I've got a great guest that we're about to speak to but you know as usual i like to tell you what's going on in harlem and what's going on across our platforms and especially our website harlemworldmag.com and a few things that are trending you know teachers college continues to do great events and they have a four leaders to be honored event at teachers college coming up and that's been trending 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 also what's been super trending is that a harlem site uh, that has been owned by the uh theater of Harlem was sold for, um, what, $870,000 after the deed restriction was lifted, and that, my friends, uh, is not how it should work, let me just put it that way, and that has been trending, 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 and I'm going to say last but not least, but of course not last. Uh, for the last almost two weeks, uh, a, an article we posted from a uh, uh, um, site called Veteran Doe, and what they do is post uh, veterans across the nation who are cold cases, and they have one of a, a gentleman who passed in Harlem in 1997, and we've posted on the site. It's a little strong one of our strongest posts we've posted ever because it shows this gentleman's face uh as he passed uh, uh after being of course cleaned up by doctors but uh we're trying to find this man and uh help this site uh find him um uh even though he passed in Harlem we want uh to kind of complete this cycle and and uh have him go to rest so that's uh uh, a couple, uh, maybe should I say a few of the trending articles on the site. And if that's not enough for you, you can also check us out, hit us up at twitter.com backslash HWMAG and also at Facebook at facebook.com backslash HWMAG and also uh, our uh, uh, full force Harlem History Facebook page, which is Harlem History. And you can just check it out uh, then. And now and forever uh, but the best thing is that we have our guest, lil Nickerson. she is uh of course a senior uh food editor writer uh columnist at Harlem World magazine. she is a harlem resident uh she I met her originally when she owned her first – I think it was her first food business in Harlem, and uh, one of the best volunteers that you can find in Harlem is Lil Nicholson uh, with her church in Harlem and other nonprofits around the area, and um, we think she's one of the driving forces behind the food industry that has taken off in Harlem the way it has and thank you, Lil, for being on the show. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing fine, Daniel. It's a great day here in Harlem. Nice weather we're having today. So I, I've been out enjoying
0: it earlier I love today. It. Yes. Well, and and I, I thank you for taking time out of the day uh, with that beautiful weather. I know it's pulling you out there like a magnet, so I'm glad you're taking these minutes to uh spend with uh with us. Uh and so let's get started. I wanted to ask you initially, you know, just right from the start, uh, uh besides you, what has been the driving force uh of this uh, you know, food revolution in Harlem?
1: Well, I have to tell you when you said that, I started chuckling. Um I think that it's been <laughs> the restaurant owners as well as the chef owners. Uh, who Mm. are making a difference when it comes to the diversity of the food choices that are now available within the Harlem community. Uh, There has been a lagging, though, when it comes to getting quality and fresh
0: Mm.
1: produce, and I'm going to say meats, uh, as consumers to Harlem residents, it is an area that you have to be willing to travel to get necessarily the best price or even the best quality products. Um, not enough of huh. us utilize our farmers' markets, okay, And, All right. and, and well, the services that they well, provide.
0: Yeah, a little. But I thought that we had. Let's see, best. I, I mean, you know, no. Um, You know it's not a judgment on you know best uh market i think the name of it is of uh on uh saint nicholas avenue um i uh, go there
1: we have fairway on Um, the
0: uh, west side travel
1: to the upper west side to the whole foods although we'll have one um by the signs that are up that i see in the windows when i pass by the construction site uh, on hundred twenty fifth street analytics um Whole Foods will be opening up at that location uh it said in early two thousand and seventeen, and certainly right, right. they will also expect but also the price of the but the prices that are going to be displayed in that Whole Foods is not going to be anything less than what you're paying at the Union Square or the Columbus
0: Circle stores
1: or the one on the upper west side. Well, you know, Lil,
0: we've posted some articles where uh, they're uh, talking about uh, having a a, a new separate area where uh, an area, a separate area might be the wrong words to use, but a new area where they will have, um, you know, competitive prices that are competitive to Harlem.
1: Well, Something that I went to about a week ago, which I'll be writing a story on um, during the month, is on the Harlem food vendors that Harlem Park to Park, along with the Columbia um, Small Business uh, Consulting Office, uh, put together showcasing new vendors from Harlem who are looking to get Mm. their food products into Whole Foods, and other establishments as well, too. Um, and they had a, a food vendors there, and, which was excellent. And so it's good to see that Harlem Park to Park is also involved in helping, and as well as the Small Business uh, Development Corporation that's there at Columbia University. And I think that they're really looking to try to help people who want to own their own businesses uh, get it together um, and provide them with services that we uh, need to look into as we're talking about trending towards the end of Mm -hmm. this century. It's one of the areas, not only just the food business, but it's also owning our own businesses within our community uh, specifically and definitely anywhere else we so choose to own them, but we've got to get into being more of a of a owner and less of just being the customers mm-hmm. within mm-hmm. And I think that for mm-hmm. our young people, that that's the area that, as we talk about what trends, we need to encourage our youth to think about pursuing, uh, owning their own, and not always being employed. There's nothing wrong with being an employee, but if you can reach for a higher goal and attain it and if we can encourage them and give them the backing that they have um being an employee should not be our only option in the 21st right.
0: century right and that's a that's a great point a and and I, you
1: yeah. I, and
0: I want to spin off of what you uh have said and what you're saying because you know my next question I wanted to ask you you know uh, about some of the trends that are happening in Harlem and um you know how if it is making it to you know our dining tables in Harlem but it, I'll tie that in with something you said earlier which is uh really having food that's healthy and cost effective you think that there's a way of um tying those two together in, in uh, as a business and and that's where some of the farmers markets of course are filling some of that gap. Um correct or no?
1: Yes it is. Um, but getting the word out to us as as, as community residents that we need mm. to stop buying into the we don't have time to mm. we're going to make the time to make sure that we're putting healthier food options that we're teaching our kids about eating fresh vegetables and fruits and, and less on the sugary products. And and we have to steer them in a way that they're fit for the fight of life. And what we're seeing, they say that the youth of today may actually have a shorter life expectancy than their parents. And that should that's our fault because we've served them so much processed food.
0: Right, right. And,
1: and, and taught them, haven't taught them how to cook. you, One of, you, one of your questions to me um, when we were talking earlier was um, why do I think uh, there's been a blow up in food? the way it has in Harlem. And it's because look at the, all of the millenniums of various uh, ethnic backgrounds and and, and sexual um, orientations that are now living in Harlem. They were raised by people who didn't teach them how to cook. They eat out. And so the dinner market here in Harlem is just, I think very uh, healthy and prosperous one. I've seen places that have tried to have lunch have had cut that out. So I don't think that they've developed necessarily a flair for how to um, successfully establish a breakfast or even a lunch at I'll say within the Harlem restaurant industry. There are a few places that have had it, will continue, um, and there's definitely a price war at it. But for me, someone who's into the food, the lower the price that I see, I, I start wondering about the quality of what you're offering up to me.
0: So so from what I hear you saying that um... – Uh, just at at least at this little niche I'm I'm trying to spin it all back to you know how uh, we have this great food industry that's happening in Harlem but uh, obviously I hear you saying when